When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. Hey, greetings and salutations, brothers and sisters. Welcome to the best show on your radio. It is Freddie and Harry. Thank you very much. Got me, Freddie Coleman. My man, Gabe Neitzel from ESPN in Wisconsin. In for Harry Douglas today. Gabe and I have known each other for centuries. This is the first time we get a chance to do a show together on ESPN Radio. And so am I, man. When they said, hey, Freddie, we working with Gabe. I'm like, I've always heard Gabe. I think Gabe has been on my show lately than I've been on this show. So, Gabe, about time we make this happen. My brother, how are you? Yeah, it's going to be fun, man. So much things, go- so many things going on. I mean, yesterday was a great day in the NFL. No I'm doubt. stoked for mm-hmm. the college football playoff national championship game tonight. Absolutely. It's, it's it's just a good time to be a sports fan. Yeah, no doubt about it. It's always a great time to be a sports fan, especially when you got Freddie Coleman and Gabe Neitzel and Reggae Monday together. It is good for the soul. It is good for the show. And damn it, it's good for the country. And Gabe even mentioned a championship game tonight between Washington and Michigan. Harry does stop by in 10 minutes to give us a preview of that as he's live down there from Houston, Texas. So you bring up Reggae Monday. So Evan Cohen is somebody I've also known mm-hmm. for a long time, host on Unsportsman like ESPN right. Radio Mornings. Uh, within minutes of you posting your tweet saying that I was joining you today and it was Reggae Monday, uh-huh. he sent me a text saying, you know, nothing screams Reggae Monday more than Gabe Neitzel. So <laughs> oh, wow, Evan giving you strays on a oh, Monday. Yeah, really? yeah, he's he's always coming after me, man. Why? Yeah, why? What did you ever do great... to him? <sighs> we've we've known each other. You you and I have known each other for a while. Evan uh-huh. Evan Cohen and I go back a long, long way. I wouldn't wish that um, on anybody so... in your sake, man. <laughs> Knowing Evan that long, long way. That's not, okay. I wouldn't wish that on anybody. That would you had to go through with him, my friend. Yeah, it's it's all good though. It's all good. Just in case he's listening, right? It's all good. Whether he's listening or not, I'm sure he's going to hear about it one way or the other. (laughs) That we could be topic du jour tomorrow morning on a sportsman life with him, Michelle Smallman, or Chris Candy. Like we mentioned, that show Monday through Friday on ESPN Radio from six a to ten a.m. Eastern time. Let us know whatever you got to say, especially when it comes to the worst collapse. When it comes to the Dolphins, when it comes to the Jaguars. Or the Eagles. Let us know right now. Freddie and Harry Nation, part of Dr. Pepper call-in line at triple eight. say ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation, presented by Dr. Pepper. It's not college football season or Evan Cohen throwing straights at Gabe Neitzel without a delicious taste and ice cold Dr. Pepper. It is the one fans deserve. That collapse part of... The main thing, the main thing. 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 The main thing with Freddie and Harry. Gave a month ago, if you told anybody, those three teams I mentioned, Dolphins in first place in the AFC East, Jacksonville Jaguars first place in the AFC South, Philadelphia Eagles first place in the NFC East, that a month later, two teams would be limping in and one team would not be in. They would have said, we know the NFL can get crazy. It is not that crazy. But Gabe, here we are a month from that point, and those three teams, not even in first place, three two getting into the playoffs, and one not in the playoffs when it comes to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Yeah, it's 
crazy to think about with with all those guys, with all these teams who have just kind of fallen apart down the stretch. But at least for the Dolphins, at least for the Philadelphia Eagles, mm-hmm. like they get a chance. Yeah. Now, I, I don't like Miami's chances going in to Kansas City, right. like like Philly's chances a little bit more right. having to travel to take on the Buccaneers, but not even getting an opportunity. The Jacksonville Jaguars to mm-hmm. go from eight and three yeah. and a team that a year ago won a playoff game. They won a play. They made it to the divisional round. I really thought that they were kind of gearing up mm-hmm. to maybe, hey, yeah. don't forget us about uh, about us over here. Yeah, talk about Cincinnati, talk about Kansas City, and all these great teams in mm-hmm. the AFC. I thought they were more on the rise. They took a huge step back in the second half of the season. One of the things about a team, and I've said this for the longest time, and teams like Jacksonville, even anybody else, you keep proving me correct. It's one thing to be the hunter. But when you're the hunted, it is a different box. It is a different deal. And in a division that they had no business losing, not trying to slight Houston, not trying to slight the Indianapolis Colts, but you're the Jacksonville Jaguars. Everything Gabe, you just said, not only getting to the playoffs last year, but winning a playoff game like that, down 27 to nothing, at home versus the Chargers. You come all the way back. You win that ball game. And for three quarters, you gave the Kansas City Chiefs more help than a little bit on the home field of Kansas City Mm -hmm. Chiefs, to go from all of that and supposed to be ramping up where you could be talked about with the Chiefs and the Bills and the Ravens and the Bengals before the season got started, to go from that, Gabe, to the way they looked down the stretch, I don't know which collapse was worse. I'm going to say right now it's probably the Eagles by having a 10-1 record and then letting the Cowboys believe they can win that division. But if you're Jacksonville, you were in a division game. You had no business thinking about losing, and you gave it all away to two teams who last year could not even combine to win eight games in the National Football League. Yeah, and, and I don't want to take anything away from the Texans because they're a young, fun team, and D'Amico yeah. Ryans did an unbelievable job with them. They've got their guy. C.J. Stroud looks yeah. like the real deal. Mm-hmm. But I mean, eight and three. You were eight and three. You yeah. were you had that hold on the other side. Yeah, I mean, at least the, the Eagles get in, but... Mm-hmm. Man, the way they've looked down the stretch, it's yeah. not like they decided to rest their guys. Now, eventually they decided to rest guys like Jalen Hurts after yeah. he had the fi- – man, I don't know if you saw that. I did see that, that yeah. That finger yeah. was gruesome. It was not Fortunately, no, you know, no structural damage, so he should be good to go for their playoff game. But they were trying against the Giants, mm-hmm. and they were down 24 nothing and a half. Like, what, what is yeah. going on? That, yeah. that is – just just the bottom falling out after being 10 and 1 and i know some of those games like they had a tough schedule and they weren't blowing teams out but mm-hmm. you're still you're still 10 and 1 in the nfl you think you'd be able to cruise cuz this was supposed to be the easier part of their schedule right and man it, it seems like there's something else kind of deeper almost culturally going on with the eagles from switching around coordinators to guys not having answers it seems like they're just grasping at straws heading into the postseason someplace you never want to be game nights in for harry douglas joining me freddie coleman and freddie and harry and espn radio jalen hurts the aforementioned eagles quarterback um winning just 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 winning finishing situational football managing these moments um executing in those moments all of that you know we, like the beautiful part about it is you, you got an opportunity in front of us to take advantage of that R- regardless if you fell down five times before it's about how you get up for the sixth one and so we got to respond as a team and everybody understands that and we can't waver from that we can't waver from from what's in front of us it's about the work that's what it is that is a wonderful beginning to a great TED Talk. That means absolutely <laughs> nothing to me right now when it comes to Jalen Hurts. And I'm a Jalen Hurts fan. I love what he represents. I'm a Dallas Cowboys fan. 
I'm a big fan, and I respect the Philadelphia Eagles. I respect their coach. I respect their quarterback. I respect their culture. But I will say this, Gabe Neitzel. I wonder how much of their mental manhood was taken away after they ran their mouth getting ready to play the San Francisco 49ers. The 49ers said, we're going to have our quarterback this Sunday. You ain't knocking him out this week. And the Eagles said, yeah, bring that old Brock Purdy quarterback here. Bring that old stuff down here. And the 49ers put it on them on their home field, 42 to 19. And then the next week, we're going to get right. Cowboys can't beat us. Cowboys don't beat great teams. Cowboys don't beat good teams. And the Cowboys put it on them, 33 to 13. I wonder how much of their mental manhood was taken away by the San Francisco 49ers. Because if you're going to, like Jimmy Johnson said, if you're going to talk that talk, you better walk that walk. 49ers went in there, gave that night in Philadelphia and stomped all over them. They haven't been right since. Not just physically, but that mental toughness, that mental bullishness, I wonder how much of that game was taken away from that team that has gone 1-5 and five ever since starting 10-1. Don't, don't sell your Cowboys short there either, Freddie, because oh, I mean, teams, teams, teams are going to have those stumbles. I mean, that was a pretty big stumble, what they happened, happened to the 49ers. But also think about what happened when the 49ers played not that long ago, the Ravens. They just got stumped. Give up 56 mm-hmm. points. But the Niners got back to looking very much mm-hmm. like San Francisco the very next week. Right? Mm-hmm. They bounced back. The, so whatever job was started by the 49ers may have been finished off by the Dallas Cowboys. Because, yeah, maybe if they end up playing, maybe if they play the Cardinals game that week, they end up winning that game. No, instead, they lose to the Cowboys. Then they lose to the Cardinals. Then they lose to the Giants. And like you said, I mean, these are two teams in the Niners and Cowboys. Yeah, those are going to be good games. Right. Cardinals and Gi- You're losing to the Cardinals and Giants yeah, got when you're out-tuffed. supposed to be building momentum? Yeah, got out-toughed by both of those teams. Out-toughed. Not just beaten. Out-toughed. Because you mentioned it. They were down 24-0. The Eagles to the Giants in the first half game, and it wasn't that close. It really wasn't. People watching Law & Order SVU reruns on USA midway through the second quarter of that ball game. I never thought I would see that from an Eagles team the way I saw that, like you mentioned, against the Cardinals and against the Giants. One at home and one away against the division opponent. I mean, the, the Giants was the get-right game. I like Tyrod Taylor as much as the next guy. They don't have a lot of receivers over there in New York. Yeah. And you're mm-hmm. letting Tyrod Taylor for th- 300 yards against you? Mm-hmm. Wandale Robinson's going off? I know. It's like, like, it's like Plexico Burris all of a sudden reemerged. Amani Toomer <laughs> came out of the woodwork. That, that's what the Eagles secondary made them look like. All of a sudden, it was like Circa Eli Manning showed up yesterday for the New York and, Giants. And I'm supposed to feel good now about this pass defense going up against a team that has Mike Evans on it? Mm-hmm. And Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. And ba- although Baker Mayfield compromised with the ankle. We'll see how that looks next Monday when <laughs> Philadelphia plays them. But man, oh man, that word collapsed. Boy, did that take center stage. Not just with the Eagles, but also the Jaguars and also the Dolphins. A month ago, all three of those teams were leading their divisions. A month later, once night in the playoffs, and two olimping in, trying to find their footing once again with the playoffs starting this weekend. He is Gabe Neitzel in for Harry Douglas. Joining me, Freddie Coleman on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio, presented by Progressive Insurance. You can protect your home and auto, so save when you bundle. You can do that by getting a quote at Progressive.com. The final chapter of the greatest story ever played. Undefeated's clash in a college football national championship. Number one, Michigan versus number two, Washington. Coverage begins today at 630 Eastern with kickoff at 730 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN. 
And our man Harry Douglas from Freddie Harris is going to be a part of that coverage. It got everything started this morning when he was a part of Get Up. And then he was also doing that boy bad on first take with Stephen A. Smith, as well as with Shannon Sharp and Molly Curum. So let him get us all ready for NFL Playoff Weekend and also the National Championship game tonight. Harry Douglas joining Freddie Coleman and Gabe Knights on Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Before we get to tonight's game involving what I believe Harry's the start of the new Big Ten, we got Michigan and Washington playing tonight. They'll be conference opponents starting next year and before we get to anything else when it comes to out dressing Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp this morning on first take and I know they did not like that I'm going to start with your ah, your Atlanta Falcons not in the playoffs the New Orleans Saints had no respect for your team by going to a victory formation then allowing a late touchdown to happen that Jameis Winston explained this way when he was on the field as the Saints quarterback. Well, I apologize to D.A. because the play was was victory. Uh, But I also explained to D.A. that it was a team decision. And I think when you have the team morale, and I ask the guys, I say, guys, like, what do you want to do? We know how much Jamal means to this team. And and I understood from D.A.'s perspective. I give him that. But D.A. didn't condone that at all. You know, he didn't. However, we decided as a team to do it, and and you have that opportunity. We just had that opportunity. And we decided. The DA Jameis Winston's talking about Coach Dennis Allen, Harry Douglas, Mr. Falcon. The flow is yours. Well, basically, what Jameis Winston just explained uh, in that in that clip right there is the New Orleans Saints' entire season, right? The dysfunction, not being on the same page, not being in unison. Because whenever you have a player, after a coach tells him to go out there to victory formation and kneel the football, and guys decide to do their own thing. That means they have a lack of respect for their head coach. They don't respect him on any type of level. And for a guy, Jameis Winston, who is a backup quarterback, looking at some point to be a starting quarterback sometime in this lead again, it's not a good look from him either. And luckily, it was against, you know, this Atlanta Falcons football team. Because I'm telling you right now, the guys that I played with, Uh-oh. it would have been a brawl after that football game. Now, it's, it's a different ball game, Freddie, if you're lining up to run a play. And I know you're about to run a play defensively, and we have our defense setting you score. But to be in a victory formation and hand that football off, somebody would have got slapped after the game. <laughs> <laughs> would you have been the one doing the slapping? <laughs> yeah, and, and no damn problem in doing it either. <laughs> From- From one controversial ending to really a controversial ending of the Philadelphia Eagles season, what's going on in Philadelphia right now, Harry? Well, I just think one of the things that we see with Philadelphia, we don't understand what their identity is offensively. Then you have, you know, Devontae Smith hurt, A.J. Brown hurt. You see, you know, Jalen Hurts with a finger injury or whatnot. Mm-hmm. I just don't see those guys being on the same page right now. And it's evident and it's showing on the football field when they're going out there trying to compete for a common goal. And the common goal was to win a Super Bowl trophy and win a championship. Now, defensively, I don't, I don't believe they can fix the issues they have defensively. Offensively, there's hope. Right. But on the defensive side of the ball, they have been a travesty all season long from their secondary and now I think the stuff is starting to leak into their defensive line, the lack of getting pressure up front. And we all know the defensive line, the pass rush, and the secondary, those two things play hand-in-hand. Hand. They lost another nickel defender this weekend and Sidney Brown. So they're all over the place. They're scattered in a lot of different directions when it comes defensively. And this matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and I said this a few days ago, I can't remember what show I was on, but I literally <laughs> said, the matchup against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers is not a good one for the Philadelphia Eagles. Number one, 
the Tampa Bay Buccaneers don't rush the football like that. They like to throw it. And they have Chris Godwin. They have Mike Evans. And Baker Mayfield is doing a good job this year diversifying the football and getting the football to the weapons. And he's playing decent football. Now, the flip side of that, too, when you look at a guy like Todd Bowles, one of the problems that the Philadelphia Eagles have from an offensive standpoint is handling the blitz and making sure they have different pass concepts and a plan versus the blitz versus cover zero. We've seen that in the Dallas game on Sunday night football. You think Todd Bowles is going to sit back and just let Jalen Hurts throw the football in the way he wants to do it? No way. No way, Jose. He's going to blitz and figure out if those guys have figured out a way to defeat the blitz at a rapid pace. So those are some of the things we're going to see in this matchup. Um, four versus five, the fourth team being the Tampa Bay Buccaneers who are playing at home. The five seed is the Philadelphia Eagles who had control not only of the NFC but the NFC East, mm-hmm. but lost control because of the inconsistency across the board. He is Harry Douglas, normally here on Freddie and Harry, but Gabe Knight's so in for him. Joining me, Freddie Coleman, on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Harry, part of the coverage tonight. The alternate broadcasts that are going to happen part of the national championship game with Washington, Michigan coverage begins on ESPN radio here at 6.30 Eastern time. Real quick before we go to Michigan versus Washington. If I say which is the bigger collapse and your options are the Eagles in the NFC East, the Jaguars in the AFC South, or the Dolphins in the AFC East, Harry, which team are you choosing and why? I'm going with the Jacksonville Jaguars because they're the only team of the three that didn't even make the playoffs. Because of that collapse, you started eight and three. And that was the thing with Jacksonville coming into the season, right? Could they be consistent? They weren't consistent in 2022. They still were able to make the playoffs. But we came into 2023 saying that if this team is consistent, they can do some special things. And that consistency has to start at the quarterback position. And Trevor Lawrence was up and down. Now, I don't know if he's dealing with a, uh, uh, the, if, if the injury is a lot more worse than we think it is. But it's evident that his quarterback play and him throwing the football uh, is not the same as we've seen early on in the year when they went on that winning streak. But it seems like since that San Francisco 49ers game or every time they had an opportunity to play in primetime TV versus a big-time opponent, they seem to falter and fail and not be able to make the plays necessary to win those ball games. But to have a team be 8-3 and three and not even make the playoffs, that's a major collapse in my opinion. All right, Harry, as Freddie just mentioned, you're going to be there. National championship game tonight, Michigan-Washington. What are you most excited to see, and why is it, uh, and why is it Michael Penix Jr.? Oh, man, listen, it's these offensive weapons in the quarterback, Michael Penix Jr., versus the defense in the secondary of the Michigan Wolverines. And when you look at the corners for Michigan, Will Johnson, you look at Josh Wallace and also Mike Samrasteel, who – moved over from the offensive side of the ball a few years ago and went to the secondary, those guys are on alert tonight and in high fashion because of the way Michael Penix can throw the football, but also the way that these wide receivers from Washington can create separation, the contested catches that they're able to make. But the defensive line of Michigan versus the offensive line as well is going to be a big matchup. And if Michigan is able to control the line of scrimmage on both sides of the football, they have a great chance to win this game. I don't believe Michigan can afford to get down big in this game because their offense isn't built that way. Mm -hmm. If Washington goes down 14 points, I'm not necessarily worried about them because it doesn't, you know, necessarily take three or four, I would say seven to 10 plays for them to score a touchdown. They can hit you with the home run within one to three plays and easily get back in a ball game. We'll be more surprising if Jim Harbaugh does not leave Michigan after this game that I go to the NFL, or if Stephen A. Smith and Shannon Sharp never have you back on first take again after you outdress both of those guys this morning. 
What would be most surprising? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would say them not having me back on first day because I was a damn sharp. Yes, you and were. When you that sharp, Freddie, you got to be back home. <laughs> because and I'm y'all, not wrong. And y'all check this yeah. out. So the uh-huh. suit I wore this morning, uh-huh. I went back to the hotel room. I went to my back cave. I got a different one on right now. I got that blue with the tan tie and the and okay. the tan pocket square. Okay. I'm in a different suit. I'm like Clark Kent, Superman. I'm changing in the booth, baby. Ready to go at all times. Ready to go at all times. Do you expect though, does is Jim Harbaugh, is this it for him? Is this the last game that he's gonna be on the sidelines for Michigan? Yeah, I honestly believe it is. Mm-hmm. Um you look at this team two thousand and twelve to two thousand and fourteen, they were twenty and eighteen. That was their record in those three years. The last three seasons, they're 39-3. and three. That is a tremendous job by Jim Harbaugh, turning this program around, getting it back to Michigan football, in which we once knew what it was, a national powerhouse. Uh, I, th- I think Jim Harbaugh has done some phenomenal things. And if they're able to win this national championship or if they don't win it, I believe like he's going to be able to go to the National Football League and set his price and tell teams what he wants to do right. and the players that he wants and be able to move forward in that manner. Always a great catch-up with you, Harry, man. I know you'll be back on the show tomorrow, but enjoy the night of the championship again. You're going to be a part of that, the alternate broadcast. And take care. Be well, my brother. Thanks, Harry. No, thanks, bud. Great stuff by Harry Dulles, normally a co-host here on Freddie and Harry, joining Gabe Knight. So in for him and me, Freddie Coleman, on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and always told you a smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. You can hit him on Twitter at hdouglas83. You can hit Gabe on Twitter, Gabe Knight, so 16, G Knight, so 16, my handle at Coleman ESPN. So in the NFL, what if Bill Belichick gets cut by the Patriots? wondering if you've given any serious thoughts of relinquishing the personnel maybe some of the draft responsibilities and coaching the team, which you were saying yesterday, is something you still really want to do. You'll hear his answer to that, and there may be a team out there that is hoping the Patriots cut Bill Belichick so they can take a run at him. We'll tell you who that team is next after you hear this word from Vivid Seats. Check out that New Year's bucket list with tickets from Vivid Seats. It is your home for every tackle, every slap shot, and every slam dunk. Vivid Seats celebrates fandom with unbeatable rewards like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals, whether it's your birthday or not. With Vivid Seats rewards, you earn with every purchase, from the tip-off to the final buzzer. Vivid Seats has a great selection and great prices on all the 2024 games that matter to you. Just visit VividSeats.com. That is VividSeats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, they are the official ticketing partner of ESPN. The Freddie and Harry Podcast. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Gabe Knights with Info Harry Douglas. Joining me, Freddie Coleman, on this Reggae Monday version of Freddie and Harry, presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80, and always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. If Bill Belichick is part of that coaching carousel, meaning fired by the New England Patriots, there's a team out there that may make a very surprising run at him. We'll get to that after we hear from Bill in Illinois. He wants to win an adopted prepper call online at 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. Bill has something to say about what happened at the end of the Saints-Falcons game yesterday in which the coach told him to take a knee. Jameis Winston, the team, overruled him. Jamal Williams, running back, had not scored a touchdown all year, and they got him into the end zone. Slick Billy, what you got, my man? Well, it's kind of disrespectful to the team, your coach, your organization. I mean, he flat out said the play was to victory formation, so he took it upon himself to do that, you know, ask his team. But, and it, it was a worthless touchdown. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he wants to be a quarterback anywhere or even a backup. There, you know, teams are going to be thinking about that one. What do you, I mean – what do you think about it? I think Harry was right. I'd have smacked him. Well, I, I tell you what, if this was circa 1995, it would have been out of a scene out of Braveheart. Seriously. It's a different time and day and age game in the National Football League, but I know if I'm a player of the Atlanta Falcons and you line up in victory formation and then you decide to do that, you could have gotten somebody injured because victory formation means you back off. No one's trying to make a play anything like that. And then you give, in my opinion, a needless touchdown because you care about Jamal Williams that you did not want him to go touchdownless in the season. If this was 1993, it looked like a scene out of Braveheart. Where are you going? I'm going to pick a fight. That's what it would have looked like back in 1993, not in 2023. About a decade ago was when Greg Schiano was getting trouble in the NFL mm-hmm. when he was the head coach oh, of the yeah. Buccaneers because 
He tried. He told his defensive, oh, no, you go hard. You know, even though they're in victory formation, you go hard. And, mm-hmm. you know, they're trying to cause fumbles. And it feels like we've finally gotten past that, Reverend. Okay, you're in victory formation. Everybody just kind of stands up, you know, yeah. just tap each other on the shoulder pads, make it kind of look like you're doing something as the quarterback takes the knee. That's This is a play where everybody's supposed to be protected. You know, you just take that knee. Everybody's giving up. Everybody knows that. You can't take advantage of that. You can't yeah. go, oh, mm-hmm. but now we're going to try to score a touchdown. Right. That's That's just not how any of that's supposed to work. And his explanation, for those who didn't hear it, here was the explanation by Jameis Winston why they decided to go against the wishes of the coach, Dennis Allen, and decide to do this for their teammate. Well, I apologize to D.A. because the play was, was victory. Uh, but I also explained to D.A. that it was a team decision. And I think when you have the team morale, and I ask the guys, I say, guys, like, what do you, what do you want to do? We know how much Jamal means to this team. And, and I understood from D.A.'s perspective. I give him that. Yeah, but D.A. didn't condone that at all. You know, he didn't. However, we decided as a team to do it, and, and you have that opportunity. We just had that opportunity, and, and we decided. It was like he didn't give a you. You know what? I, I no, respect DA. Didn't. You know, I, I understand DA. You know, meaning Dennis House, the head coach. I'm thinking, I know if I'm a if I'm a team, I'm thinking, hey Jameis, dude, you can't do that. You can't. And if you if you condone that, if you're a Saints player, then if you're Dennis House, you should just quit right now. Because nobody's gonna pay attention to you as a head coach. If they're paying attention to Jameis Winston. If you're gonna go against your head coach, at least run line up and run a play. Don't try to make it yeah. a little cheap one. That's fair. Just at least because here's the thing: this isn't even that big of a story today. If they just line up and run the play, absolutely. Then it's just oh, our backups were in. We wanted to get the backup touches mm-hmm. and, and all those sort of things. It's yep. like oh, okay. Once they line up, the defense goes oh, okay. It's go time. We're going to try to prevent them from scoring. Absolutely. Everybody's on the same page then. Yeah, it, 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 flimsy excuse. But oh, that's yeah. what happens when you're SOS stuck on. I'm not going to say the word here on Freddie and Harry. <laughs> Game nights nice one for Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, as well as telling your smart speaker to play ESPN Radio. Meanwhile, New England. Well, Arthur Smith is out as Atlanta's head coach. Ron Rivera out as the Washington Commanders head coach. So you got the Raiders, Panthers, Chargers, Falcons, Commanders looking for head coaches. Bill Belichick could be part of that coaching carousel. He is supposed to meet with Robert Kraft, the owner of the Patriots, and we'll see exactly what's going to become of that. Yesterday, after they finally lost to the New York Jets for the first time in 15 games, people wanted to know from Bill Belichick, if you're going to stay as coach, are you going to give up being a general manager? wondering if you've given any serious thoughts of relinquishing the personnel, maybe some of the draft responsibilities, and coaching the team, which you were saying yesterday, is something you still really want to do. Yeah, I'm, look, I'm for whatever, um, you know, collectively we decide as an organization is the best thing to help our football team. I have multiple roles in that, and I rely on a lot of people to help me in those uh, in those responsibilities. If somebody's got to have the final say, uh, I have it. I, I rely on a lot of other people to help, and, you know, however that, yeah, whatever that process is, you know, I'm, I'm only part of it. Who is that Bill Belichick being that transparent? Because Gabe, anytime they right? ask, seriously, anytime they ask Bill Belichick about about his team and the inner workings of the team and how decisions are made, you know, all one voice, you know, we all we all come together and everybody comes together and, and you know, we all make this. He was so transparent, say, hey, I'm just a part of it. I wonder how much he even knows if he's going to stay on his head coach. If he wants to stay on his head coach, Robert Kraft has told him, you got to give that up because that has not worked. He would have never said anything like that if he didn't realize he doesn't have power church and state like he's used to and no longer has in New England.
I mean, it could be a sign that if he's not in New England, he doesn't have to be your general manager, too. That he's willing to just be a coach Mm -hmm. no matter where he goes. And, Mm -hmm. I mean, look, when he took over as in in New England, like, that was all the rage in the late 90s, early 2000s. Again, which is when Bill Belichick took over the New England Patriots. That was what coaches were doing. You saw it all over the league. Mike Holmgren did it when he went from Green Bay out to Seattle. And all these coaches were signing up to be not just the head coach, but the general manager. Mm -hmm. There's a reason that died away. Freddie, it is really hard to do. It's an incredibly hard job to do. And for him to do it as well as he did for 20 years and now kind of struggling over the last three, mm-hmm. yeah, I think it's about time. You know, hey, let's just give up one of those jobs, do just one of them like everybody else in the NFL, and hire a general manager to get this thing right, especially because they have such a high draft pick in the draft this spring. Well, that Patriot, that Patriot way always worked in that old number 12 throwing the football. It's amazing how that Patriot way never worked in the last four years without old number 12 throwing the football, meaning Tom Brady. He he was able to overcome a lot of missteps and sins when it oh, came absolutely. to scouting and drafting players and everything like that when Tom Brady was quarterback because that was always the perfect fail-safe, Gabe. If we missing a player, we got him. We got number 12. That page away seemed to work really, really well when he had the greatest of all time, not just a quarterback, but in the history of the NFL when it comes to players, when Tom Brady was able to do that for the Patriots. So now if you're Bill Belichick, is your ego going to take a step back? Because that ego has been able to be that way because you had a guy that always made sure if you missed out or the defense didn't play well, he always seemed to have the back of that organization by the way he played and by the way he led for 20 years as Patriots quarterback. I think that ego took a huge hit. When you're now picking third in the NFL draft, when you've lost 13 games for the first time in your career, Mm, that ego takes a little bit of hit. And maybe that's what it takes to kind of give that reality check, to be like, all right, hey, something's not working. i got to give in a little bit somewhere. Mm -hmm. And maybe personnel and having the final say in that personnel ends up being it uh, in New England for, for Billy. I'll say this. Keep an eye on this team that will probably give Bill Belichick what he wants if he still wants to have it. If the pages want to take that away from him, keep an eye on the Carolina Panthers. They got a wacky owner Ooh. in David Tepper. He wants to make a big splash of that football team. He does not mind having the kind of cojones to put that money out there because you bring a Bill Belichick and you give him what he wants with that organization. That is going to get a lot of eyeballs and a lot of people going, wait, what? I'm not saying. I'm just saying. I don't have any intel. I don't, just a hunch. But if the Carolina Panthers make a run at Bill Belichick, just remember that's the kind of organization that the page want to take some power away from him. David Tepper would love nothing better than to give all of that to make a splash with Bill Belichick. Would Washington fit in there as well? Brand new owner. Washington just fired your general manager. Just fired your head coach. Yeah, Bob Myers, former yeah. GM of the Golden State Warriors, <laughs> is going to take over the NFL team. See, yeah. this, this is what happens you work for ESPN. You can have all of a sudden you come here, not even four months as a basketball analyst, he's going to leave to go run the Washington Commanders in a different league. Yeah, it's the same thing. Evaluating yes. players. Who cares? It's just athletes. At the end of the day, they're all athletes, Freddie. What's the big difference? It's like one Basketball, minute, football. Yeah, it's like one minute you were tired as an accountant you go to work as a as a consultant cpa office organization and then the senate calls say why don't you run for office that's what that is it's like bob Myers went for the golden state warriors he goes from steph curry to the biggest league in the world in between he worked at espn i need his agent
<laughs> yeah, you get that exposure, man. You get on TV and somebody yeah. sees you. You say uh-huh. one smart thing. I know. Oh, you know what this? You know what? It's a little out of the box, but I think this guy could do it. And I'm not. Although as crazy yeah. as it would be, it would be the first time some NFL team has done it. Exactly. The Browns a couple of years. Who is? I, I'm blanking on the baseball executive. Oh god, they Dave, hired D Podesta. Yeah, D Podesta. D Podesta. In, in Cleveland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Remember, when, remember the Detroit Tigers hired Bo Shin Beckler to take over <laughs> operations. Like, wait, what? <laughs> That's what I heard that today. Not like I said, not trying to diss Bob Myers, but think if you're the Washington Commanders to get this flipped around, hmm, who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? What's he doing? Oh, NBA, let's go get that guy. Hey, he's got plenty of rings. Hey, you're looking yes, for rings? Does. The guy's got plenty of rings on the resume, Freddie. Yeah, well, if you find a quarterback that can make a three-pointer, then this can work in Washington. <laughs> Other than that, I better stop before I get fired. Game nights are lit for Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us on Freddie. Harry, Wayne, anytime you want to Dr. Pepper call online, excuse me. Can't wait to hear what you have to say at 888-ESPN. That is 888-729-3776. And because of tonight's championship game, it's the beginning and the end for two things involving Michigan, versus Washington, and the future. Keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. This is the Freddie and Harry Podcast on ESPN Radio. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the Launch Your Online Shop stage to the First Real Life Store stage, all the way to the Did We Just Hit a Million Orders stage, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash network. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Gabe Nitzel in for Harry Douglas. Joining me, Freddie Coleman on Reggae Monday. Freddie and Harry, thank you very much. Presented by Progressive Insurance on the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. And always tell your smart speaker to play ESPN radio. We'll have a national champion 
crown tonight. Number one, Michigan, a four and a half point favorite taking on number two, Washington. Coverage on ESPN at 730. Coverage on ESPN Radio beginning at 630 Eastern time when we are all said and done. We're going to get to the beginning and the end involving these two teams, the future college football and Jim Harbaugh. But it was very interesting that Jim Lotta, who does the morning show, with Gabe Neitzel each and every morning in the great state of Wisconsin. She had a chance to sit down with Maurice Hurst, part of the ESPN Mercedes-Benz Cowsball Podcast. Check what they had to say about this upcoming game tonight. You were at Michigan when Harbaugh arrived. What's right. the best way to describe him? He comes across a little quirky, but there's no question he's an exceptional football coach. Yeah, I mean, the thing that I think makes Harbaugh so special is he just really loves the game of football. Everything he does is about the game of football. He eats, he breathes, he sleeps football 24-7. Um, you know, he's got a real passion for the game, and you can really see it in every day. And as a player, that really brings you up and really makes you want to put in more work because you just know how much it matters to him, and it, it just elevates everyone around him. He expects a lot from the coaches. He expects a lot from the players. Anyone that's in that building, he just expects the best out of him. You know, that just brings everyone together and brings everyone stronger. That was Jen Lott talking to Maurice Hurst, defense to tackle for the Michigan football team getting ready to play Washington tonight in the ANTT Cowsball National Playoff Championship that was brought to you by Mercedes-Benz ESPN Cowsball Broadcast Sprinter coming soon to a game near you. Visit mbvans.com slash Sprinter Labs to learn more. So the biggest question about this game, Gabe, is not who is going to win, but what is going to be the future for Jim Harbaugh because I said it for the longest time. There's no way I think he's not coaching in the NFL no matter what happens tonight involving his Wolverines playing Washington for a national championship. There's just way too much smoke around this topic for there not to be a fire. He has avoided this topic like Mm -hmm. the plague. Anytime he's asked about it, I mean, I know he's talking about dominating days. Uh, When he was asked about it after the game, oh, I'm just worried about going back to Michigan and, and, you know, tonight and we're going to have a good time and celebrate this victory. He just won't commit, like, He's not saying, oh, I'm going to be at Michigan for a long time. We plan on winning a lot of these national championships. This isn't the the only time we're going to be in this championship game. Hasn't said anything like that, which makes me think he is looking forward to that next step. And, oh, by the way, Mm -hmm. whenever you usually make a big life decision and then you change your agent, Mm -hmm. a lot of of smoke surrounding Jim Harbaugh for me not to believe there's a fire there. Believe me, when you win, people put up with your quirkiness. Jim Harbaugh is as quirky as quirky can be. <laughs> but when you've been able to win at Stanford, San mm-hmm. Francisco, and mm-hmm. Michigan, mm-hmm. where those places are a lot better after you got there and they weren't the same after you left, that is a very seductive narcotic to any NFL owner that wants to win. Well, that's that's the thing. It's not like when Miami hired Nick Saban, exactly. where Saban was just a tremendous not not to knock Saban because he's one of the greatest college football coaches of all time. No doubt, he wasn't made for the NFL. But Jim Harbaugh's got a great. He went to a Super Bowl mm-hmm. with San Francisco. He's got a really good track record yep. in the NFL. So you know, by hiring this guy, mm-hmm. what if you're one of these teams out there? Chargers have been strongly linked to him at this point. Bears may have interest if they do indeed okay. move on from Matt Eberflus as their head coach. Like you know, he can do it at the NFL level. You know, right. he can step up and get it done in the pros. And he's one of those few guys that's had success at both of those levels. Game nights in for Harry Douglas joining me, Freddie Coleman and Freddie and Harry on ESPN Radio. Mister Quirky, where are you going to be? Yeah, there's a calendar. I'll, I'll, I'll gladly talk about the future uh, next week and. I hope to have one. How about that? A future? I hope. Thank you. Take our next question, right? 
See, people don't like that about Jim Harbaugh. You could just hear the smile's face going, <laughs> no matter what happens, I'm going to make a lot of money. Oh, yeah, whether he's staying at Michigan or not, which, but forget, uh-huh. for the record, he ain't staying at Michigan. He's, he's going elsewhere, and he is going to get paid a boatload of cash mm-hmm. by whatever NFL team wants to hire. Because outside of Bill Belichick, Harbaugh's the biggest splash hire you can make this Absolutely. NFL offseason. There's no doubt. There's no doubt about that. And he knows it. He knows that his track record, like you said, Gabe, proves him correct, especially when he was run out of San Francisco. And how many coaches did they go through before they finally settled on and hit it right with Kyle Shanahan as a head coach and John Lynch, the general manager, both of those who have been in perfect simpatico ever since they got that thing going into San Francisco. So that's why he's sitting there going, <laughs> because he knows whether it's the Raiders or the Bears or the Commanders or the Chargers, he is that market. It's not Bill Belichick. Jim Harbaugh knows he's that market, and he's going to set that market, and everything else, Gabe, is going to fall by the wayside until he makes a decision where he's going to go one way or the other. Yeah, he's the first head coach hired, right? Because I think there are so many teams that are going to be in on him that he's going to be the first one gone. Once those teams realize that wanted him to be their head coach, realize he's gone, then they move on to their plan B, plan C, whatever. But Mm -hmm. he's... I don't think we're waiting for the first job to be filled. We're waiting for that first coach to be hired. That is a great, great point. Gabe Neitzel in for Harry Douglas. Join me, Freddie Coleman of Freddie and Harry. When you hear this NFL playoff team, you think blank. Me and Gabe will do and fill in those blanks next. So keep it here on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Thanks for listening to the Freddie and Harry podcast on ESPN Radio. You can also listen to Freddie and Harry live weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and on Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also watch and listen on the ESPN app, the Freddie and Harry podcast.